Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. This will be part two of Cease from Men. It keeps coming up in my spirit, this verse in Philippians uh, 4. And this is for those of you that are afraid at the things that you see going on in the earth. Some of you are living very close to where there's violence and unrest and you're not sure of what is coming. There is no question. Darkness is on the earth. Darkness is covering the earth. Many things are coming. Trouble is coming. We know that from the scriptures. But it's already happening. We need to understand the time that we're living in. We need to understand where we are. The Apostle Paul said this in verse 6 of chapter 4 of Philippians. Be careful for nothing. Be anxious about nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So that's what we need to do. We cannot let this fear take a hold of us. We cannot let the news scare us. We need to have our eyes on Jesus. We need to be looking to Him. We need to be trusting in Him. And He will take care of us even if we have to flee from our homes we may you may laugh at that in america but that day could easily come if god lets down the hedge around us there will be destruction but he has promised that he will take care of those that are trusting in him and he knows if you're trusting in him and he will care he will care for you he will bring you to safe places you don't need to worry you can't let your heart be attached to all your things. You may have to let go of all your things before you die. You may have to go live in a totally different situation. But if you trust him, you will have joy. You will have peace. You will have fellowship with others that are going through the same thing. And together you will worship him and he will inhabit your praises and he will be with you and comfort you. Amen. Because sooner or later we're going to have to leave it all behind anyway, folks. Understand that. Understand that. Don't just think of that as a religious saying. Someday we're going to die or Jesus is going to return and it's over. All of this that we have here is over. All our chariots, all our cars, all our gold, all our silver, all the things that we treasure. We need to lay those things down now. That rich young ruler came to Jesus and he said, Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? There is none good but God. So even Jesus refused to, to receive glory and he gave it all to the Father. And he's our example. So if anybody comes to you and says, oh, you're such a great man of God, who are you to not rebuke them and say, no, I'm nothing? If the Apostle Paul said he was nothing, who are you? Jesus told that young man, sell all that you have, give to the poor and follow me and you will have treasure in heaven and you will inherit eternal life. And that man just shook his head, walked away in sorrow because his heart was enwrapped in those things. However, I believe, you know, one thing about that scripture, Jesus, it says Jesus looked on him and he loved him because he said, Master, I've kept all these things. I, I've kept all the law. And Jesus said, one thing you lack. He said, sell all that you have and give to the poor and come and follow me. Take up the cross and follow me. And it says Jesus looked on him and he loved him. So this is just my opinion. But I believe, you know, the apostles said, Jesus said, 
How hard is it? After that young man walked away, Jesus said, How hard is it for a rich man to be saved? It's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to be saved. And the apostles were astonished. And they said, Well, Lord, who can be saved? And he said, With men it's impossible, but not with God. With God, all things are possible. And I believe that the Lord loved that young man. And he followed after him. And he dealt with his life. And that I don't know this. It's not written. It's just my opinion. And he saved that man. And you out there that are listening to me that are rich, you need to come to the Lord. You need to lay it down. You need to say, Lord, you need to understand how poor you are, how miserable you are, how blind you are, and how naked you are. And you need to come to the Lord with all your heart and say, Lord, you know, I have all these riches, but I'm nothing. I'm nothing. And I give them to you. Whatever you want to do with them, it's yours, Lord, not mine. You gave it to me. Lay down your pride about all your hard work and all your influence with men. You know, when I was a child, there was a man who was a family friend. His name was Bud Hoover. He was the former CEO of Hoover Vacuum Cleaner. And he sat in my living room one night and just me and him, he was sitting on the floor and I was on the couch. Yes, former CEO of Hoover Vacuum Cleaner. He had he was very rich. Every time he saw me, he used to give me a 20. And that was in the 60s. He said unto me, Rob, I can have anything I want. I can get anything I want. There's only one thing I've never been able to acquire. And I said, what is that? And he said, joy. He said, I've been to psychiatrists, psychologists, and I cannot get it. I, have, I don't have any joy. I was absolutely astonished at that man, but I did not know Jesus. I couldn't tell him. But you that are listening to me, that are rich, you can have that joy, that empty thing in your heart, that empty place in your heart. Jesus is more than willing to fill it with his kingdom and with his joy and with true riches if you will humble yourself and turn to the living God. And he will have mercy on you if he decides to have mercy on you. But if he wills, he will harden you and you won't know anything. You'll think you're so great and you'll end up in the pit of hell. And don't think you won't go there because you will if you don't repent and come to the Lord. And that's true for all of us. If we will not repent and come to Jesus, we will go to hell. We will end up in the lake of fire. And in the lake of fire, you don't come out. You're there for eternity. You'll be tormented day and night with flame and fire and worms and pain and torment and no rest forever and ever. That's where all the wicked are going. And God doesn't want you to go there. He proved that when he gave his only begotten son on the cross of Calvary. He suffered all the pain and torment and sorrow on the cross for our sins. Turn to him while you have time. Call upon him while you have breath. You that are prideful, you that think you're something when you're nothing, humble yourself now and call upon the Lord. For it's only going to get worse in this world. Come to Jesus. He's faithful. He loves you. He will give you his peace. He will give you his joy. He will give you his kingdom. And he'll give you a good job to do. Something to serve him with. Maybe like cleaning to <laughs> cleaning toilets for a year. Would you be willing to clean toilets for Jesus for a year? Or are you too important for that? Would you be willing to clean the church? Would you be willing to feed the poor? Whatever he has for you, it's a good thing. And it'll deal with your heart. He will help you. He will cleanse you, wash you, purge you, break you, change you, conform you. That's what he's doing. He's conforming people to the image of his son. He's making a holy people. 
So get on the bus. Get on with Jesus. Join up with him. You'll never be sorry. You'll be forever grateful that you came to Jesus. But I want to warn you, you can't do that unless God chooses you, unless he decides to have mercy on you. So if you hear me and you're pricked in your heart, I ask you now, humble yourself before God. Pray to him. Pray to him. I ask you to join with me in this prayer right now. Father in heaven, we come to you. We are nothing. We know we are nothing. We can do nothing of ourselves. And we call upon you for your mercy. You said if we would humble ourselves, that you would have mercy on us. And so I, we ask you to have mercy on us and to have grace, that we might receive your grace, the grace of God, the gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. Be born again and come to know you. Thank you, Father. We ask this in Jesus' name. So, review this prayer. Write it down, whatever. If you feel like you want to pray this prayer or just pray it in your own words. But come to the Lord. Seek Him. Humble yourself. He will respond. He gives grace to the humble. He promised that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. I want to finish with these words from Revelation 5. Verse 5. And one of the elders saith unto me, Weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book, and to loose the seven seals thereof. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. Of course, we know it was a scroll. That's just the translators put that word book in there. And when he had taken the scroll, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odours, which are the prayers of saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And I beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was ten thousand times ten thousands and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped him that liveth forever and ever.
and have redeemed us unto God by your blood by your blood by your blood by your blood out of every kindred and have made us a kingdom, a priest unto our God. We shall reign, we shall reign on the Take the book and open the seals thereof. You were slain and have redeemed us unto God by your Thank you.